You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, and Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Uh, enjoying my uh, Veterans Day, uh, having a Veterans Day turkey, and uh, and uh, isn't that what we do? I just had some turkey, for real. Well, first of all, yes, we do thank all the veterans, and I, I mean, that seems like um, lip service sometimes now, people just say it. But I truly mean it, uh, and I know Jimmy does too. So thank you guys. If you are a veteran or you're in active service right now, hey, man, you, <laughs> we wouldn't have a country without you. So we love you. Thank you. Roll Tide, all those things. Um, secondly, Jimmy, turkey is the most overrated meat that there <laughs> is on the planet. I hate turkey. Um, I don't like deli meats in general, um, but yeah. I really don't like turkey. Thanksgiving for this reason, is my least favorite holiday. I prefer Arbor Day, um, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. I prefer anything to Thanksgiving. I, and now this year is going to suck even worse because you really can't even get together as a family. I mean, this is... That's right. Our big... Uh, we do we do a huge Thanksgiving every year at the Weiss family, and it's huge. I mean, 60 people. And uh, for the first time I can uh, remember, uh, we're not we're not doing it. Too much nope. COVID out there. Way too much COVID. Um, and that's where we'll start because not only has Alabama and LSU been postponed slash canceled, and Auburn, Mississippi State, same deal, and Tennessee, Texas A&M, same deal. This morning it was announced Georgia and Missouri, same deal. I mean, it's getting – I want to tell you, look, I, I know my being pissed off does nothing to help fight the virus. But Probably not. I, I've, been, I've been taking this thing kind of in stride as a – as a self-proclaimed and true loner, like I, I can survive not be having a ton of social interaction. Like the, the most social inter- interaction I have with people is generally this podcast. Um, <laughs> and so I kind of dig that, but you know, now I'm sort of like, geez, I mean, can we, we got to ease up. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's happened except for maybe Halloween happened in a shitload of parties and therefore, um, you know, maybe a lot of people were just irresponsible, which makes sense. But man, this thing is really, really sucking now. I mean, I, I was willing to, you know, let's get through a pandemic. I mean, it's really sucking. I mean, I know all the other stuff has been bad and awful, but you know, the it's it's just it's just sucking, man. I don't. Georgia and Missouri was what I was looking forward to. That was all I had. <laughs> It is uh, crazy. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But look, this is what I'm holding on to here. First of all, I mean, the season, the season as of now is still going forward. Uh, still hopeful that, that we can uh, turn this thing around a little bit. Goodness. Turn this thing around a little bit. But, uh, you know, this is what I'm excited about. This summer, I would have killed to have watched, let's say, Notre Dame versus Boston College. Uh, Ohio State versus Maryland and Talia Tungavaloa, who's playing really well. Uh, you know, there, there's games. There's games I'm going to find myself watching and getting getting excited about. I'll just think back to the summer when there wasn't games. We we're worried there wouldn't be college football at all, and uh, I'll just try to enjoy the games 
uh, that way. There's still two or three SEC games that are coming on as well, but uh, as of now anyway. But I'll, fi- I'll find a way to get excited about the games this weekend. I'm a little worried about what's it going to look like going forward because if we keep having a week like this, I mean, what, what's the schedule going to look like next week? So yeah, that's more of a bigger concern for me. No, I agree. And it also worries me that everybody else has sort of battled with COVID and at least to our knowledge, Alabama hasn't. And it feels like everybody's going to get their turn over the barrel. So, you know, maybe we're, maybe ours comes during SEC championship week, which would really suck. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm not trying to be insensitive and I mean, I realized earlier I may have sounded insensitive about, you know, I know it's been a horrible thing and a lot of people have, have perished and, or, you know, either because of or with the virus or however, or, or from complications with the virus. Um, but, you know, I think when you encapsulate it to a college football perspective, um, it, college football players are not perishing from this. In fact, I'd say most of them seem to have, be very asymptomatic. Um, so it's, it's not um, – it's a big deal because they can certainly spread it, but it's not as um, an immediate danger for them personally. And I guess that's where I'm going yeah. with it. I'm, I'm trying to tackle this from a football perspective and not be insensitive. So that's where I want right. to go with it. But, um, you know, so, Jimmy, what what do you think is going to happen here? I mean, okay, we keep hearing that the game's postponed, the LSU-Alabama. Let's come back to that. If it's postponed, then – what are we going to do? Are we going to shift the schedule around some more? I've, it's funny because I've seen nothing. I've scoured yep. the internet all morning. I've seen nothing uh, concrete about here. here's what the plan is. Now, from my perspective, I think at this point, the plan would be whoever you were playing this week, you're just not playing them. That's, right. That would be my thing. And we're going to then go forward from there and just take it day by day. That's the only way I would know to do it. I think trying to reschedule Alabama LSU at this point, by the way, and then I'll let you rant. Ed Orgeron came out today and said, yeah, we've been practicing for Arkansas because we didn't think we'd play Alabama. Didn't he just say the other day we want to play Alabama, so we're practicing for Alabama? Yeah, his, it flies in the face of exactly what he said Monday at his Monday press conference. Yep, completely opposite of what he said Monday when he was talking about getting excited about playing Alabama. They weren't even practicing for Alabama that day based on what he's saying today. That just sucks. I mean, Ed, dude. Come on, man. I mean, put a little effort into these lies. I and mean, then what I was saying all along, because I've hinted at this on Twitter for you guys that, that follow me on Twitter, too, about how they're not below the threshold. They just didn't want to play. Uh, there was a blurb that uh, LSU's second-team quarterback in practice yesterday was their punter, uh, who, who incidentally threw a touchdown pass, you know, against the defense in, 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 the, in practice. Uh, but that that that's what I'm talking about, because that, that was the knowledge that I was aware of, that they only had one quarterback that could play and that's TJ Finley. Okay. So, and since they only had one quarterback, that's the main, it's not the only reason, but it's the main reason they don't want to play. We got one quarterback and the backup is the punter. So we we don't want to play this weekend. Um, You know, I get not wanting to play, but that doesn't mean you can't play further. One of the reasons their quarterback room is down to one quarterback isn't COVID at all. It's because miles Brennan is hurt and hurt happens. That happens to everybody people got hurt way before we'd ever heard of COVID. So uh, I think LSU didn't want, did, chose not to play shorthanded. It's not that they couldn't play. They chose not to. That's what I'm saying. Now, an LSU fan would be saying, well, it, it's not fair because of COVID. We only have one quarterback. You can't go into a game with just one quarterback. Well, 
I, that's a good point, and and I'm I'm not really sure how I would feel with the shoe on the other foot. I just know this: LSU chose not to play. That's a fact. They they chose, and it's not like oh man, we can't field the team. Yeah, you could. You just have one quarterback. No, that's right. And and here's the thing. Then okay, <clears throat> so is the precedent going forward? Then let's say when Alabama played Auburn in the Iron Bowl in 2004, and we were down to literally, uh, um a sack of nuts and bolts left in a machine shop as a running back. Um, you know, why didn't we just say, we just don't want to play. We just don't want to play. Exact, that's why I'm upset about it. I mean, because the precedent, this is set. It, it really wasn't super COVID related. It was partially COVID related, not to mention the fact that, you know, the quarterback that they do have available, the quarterback that would start the game anyway. I mean, T.J. Finley is going to be their starting quarterback no matter, you know, the, the, on, the only other quarterback that would start other than T, than T.J. Finley is Miles Brennan, and he's not playing, and that has nothing to do with COVID. He has an injury, which happens when you play football. Exactly. And what I would say then, okay, if let's say we postpone it and we, post, we move the SEC title game back or whatever we do, it doesn't matter when. Let's say we postpone it and then Alabama has an outbreak. Are we yep. then allowed to say, you know what, we don't want to play either? We're we're, yeah. we're down to uh, we're down to um, you know, J.K. Scott's brother playing quarterback. We don't want to play. Are we yep. allowed to do that? <laughs> Apparently. So Apparently. that's what I'm saying. So the only thing you can do at this point is say we're just not playing this game. Now it's kind of sucks for LSU too because I mean it's it's a home game for them. Now they would have been bludgeoned to death. There's no doubt. But um, it kind of sucks for them, too, I guess, for the moderate uh, dollars it would have brought in. But any dollar in this climate is a good dollar. And so, I, and as Cecil Hurt correctly pointed out, I think Alabama's going to say, uh, you know what, guys? You don't get to play at Baton Rouge next year. Just by the way, we're, play, we're coming back to Tuscaloosa. And I think that's that right. that's the only fair way to do this is just treat it like, a, you know, the game wasn't played. And sorry, LSU, you just missed your shot to have a home game. I mean, you, you sort of made this call. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the SEC that made this call, is my understanding. It was LSU. Um, Correct. So anyway, uh, I want to tell everybody about Coors Light. Go to CoorsLight.com. Have yourself a crisp, cold Coors Light. Just when you crack that can open, you know it means it's time to chill, baby. It's time to relax. You've been go, go, go all week. Have a Coors Light and relax. Take the stress off of pandemics and football postponements right off of your mind with a cold Coors Light. It's brewed right there in Golden, Colorado. Always, always celebrate responsibly, but the important part there is to celebrate. Let's celebrate something this weekend. The Masters will be on, hopefully, if the weather doesn't get it and a pandemic doesn't sweep through it. Um, but, you know, even if it does, the Coors Light's still going to be there. Let me tell you what's not going to what's not gonna uh, call it call, be postponed. You're drinking a Coors Light. Go get you a six-pack or a 12-pack or, or, or two cases or a truckload or whatever you want from your local convenience store or grocery store. Coors Light is the beer you want when you want to relax and it's made to chill. Also want to tell everybody about Built Go, builtgo.com, B-U-I-L-T-G-O.com is where you want to go. You want to order this stuff, folks. I'm telling you, look, I, I've seen, I've tried a bunch of these energy packets and, and things like that. And a lot of them are just sort of give you the crash and, you know, five-hour energy, whatever. But this doesn't. This gives you energy and you don't 
crash from it. It's it's so good too. They got three incredibly delicious flavors. I I take them before I work out. Jimmy and I got some samples, and I've already finished up and ordered some. They're just great. It is so easy to take these in this pouch. You can put it in a briefcase. You can take it in your gym. Uh, excuse me, in your gym bag to the gym. Uh, you can just have it in your pocket if you're at work and you're tired of your coworkers and you're like, I'm I'm going to fall asleep if I keep talking to these people. Take a five hour, take take a uh, not a five hour energy. Take one of these built go packets and you will be ready to conquer your day. Trust me on this. Builtgo.com. Go there. Use promo code Locked On for twenty percent off of your order. All right, Jimmy, um, <clears throat> I want to talk a few things. I thought this was a great quote from Ch- uh, Nick Saban. Uh, Cecil Hurt tweeted it out. And um, because one thing that, you know, one reason that we're having all these outbreaks is because kids are going home, right? And, they, right. and they're not in a cold environment anymore. Are you walking into a spaceship? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, or, or, a re- or, or I'm near a retail store <laughs> thing. Gotcha. Or that. Uh, so um the reason they were having these covid outbreaks is because people are going home they're not in a controlled bubble uh and nick saban was asked about players going home last weekend and this is his quote according to cecil hurt everyone trusts their family i trust my family but no one knows where uncle tommy has been and you know what (laughs) nothing truer has ever been spoken (laughs) that's a great quote He's for for a guy who hates the media. No one is more quotable than Nick Saban, who doesn't really hate the media. That's just kind of a perception that's out there that he helps feed at times. But uh, he is incredibly quotable, and that's another uh, that's another good one. I knew there was some discussion. I, I mean, in terms of like, you know, do we let the kids go home this weekend? And I'm not sure they really have control over that. I mean, I mean, do you, can can you really do that when there's no practice, there's no meetings, it's an off weekend? For hundreds of years, traditionally, our players have gone home on the off weekend. I think it's kind of tough just to say, no one's going home. You're all staying here in the Malmore. Just go take a nap in your in your lockers. Yeah. Um, there was a discussion of that. But in the end, it's like, gosh, it's just not fair to these, you know, 19-year-olds. So we just got to hope that they make go, go home and make good decisions. And to my knowledge, when our team arrived back in Tuscaloosa and did their rapid tests, I am not aware of uh of any spate of positive tests that would be news to me and i i I think i might would know well uh it's funny you say that because nick saban apparently also said uh there was one positive test this week after not playing last weekend now he didn't obviously didn't say who it was and all these other things but there was just one positive test which i think is hey that's pretty strong well it's amazing and just because it was a positive test uh, I know it would be fun to play whack-a-mole and figure out which one of the 85, but uh, it could be a walk-on because we have 125 players on the team and, and 40 of them are walk-ons. Uh, it could also be a staff member. It's just someone that is subjected to the daily testing, which is way more than our 85 scholarship players. So I wouldn't assume if I was anyone that it was a scholarship player. It could have been. But, uh, you know, I, again, I was even unaware of even one. I just knew we didn't have a outbreak and we weren't one of the teams in the league that was reporting that we had, uh, you know, a wave of positives like uh, half, half the teams in the league do. Yeah. I just, I just like, man, I still can't get over that first quote. I just gave you. I mean, that's just, yeah, Uncle Tom, Uncle Tom. Idea. He's the trouble. He's obviously the troublemaker in either Nick or Terry's family. Yeah. I there mean, must just, be an uncle Tom and he must be, a, he must be trouble. I mean, 
he must be he must be an issue uh and th then another uh, orgeron quote that was tweeted out we want to play alabama whoever they tell us we'll play we'll play now we're going to prepare for arkansas because we're pretty sure that's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> I added that well, last you know one one good thing this is what you know we're, we're recording this you know wednesday veterans day around lunch lunchish and uh and look we need to know what's going to happen because we practice this afternoon I, I am really sure for the second day in a row they don't want to practice with an unknown opponent. I mean, let's get we play ten, we play someone ten days from now, and uh, we need to know whether we need to be practicing for Kentucky, Arkansas, LSU, or Auburn. Someone needs yeah. to tell us. Well, I mean, here's another idea. I, I hadn't put any of this together. Could we possibly move around just opponents in general and say, yeah. uh, you know, maybe instead of. Uh, instead of arkansas we play vanderbilt or you know I, i'm i'm throwing out uh, scenarios here i mean could it be somebody that's not even on the schedule right now i mean that would be weird i mean but you know what that may have to happen to make all these games happen i don't know i mean right. i think if you're sec what here's what i would be fine with the sec doing this weekend go ahead and saying okay this weekend's off we we are this weekend's done nobody's playing now here's what we're going to do we're going to make a new schedule for everybody for starting next week, and we're going to try and, you know, Alabama's going to have to – I mean, I, I think Alabama would have to play Arkansas, LSU, and Auburn for sure. Um, yep. And then we're going to try and make – they're going to play somebody else from the East. Now, if that, if that person – if that team from the East is Florida, I think it would it would uh, raise a stink. Yeah. But, you know, if there, it, hopefully it's Kentucky. It could be Vandy. It could be South Kakalaki. It could be Florida. Okay. That's what I think they should do and say, we, we just got to maneuver and massage this schedule to fit what we have right. left. That's well, what other, I think. Other leagues have canceled games and postponed games. And, you know, other leagues have done this already, even the leagues that started late. Um, I mean, the Pac-12 has already canceled or postponed games. So one, one, one thing we can do, we got to do what's best. But thankfully, the other conferences They've already been confronted with this, so uh, I am sure as part of the solution-finding methodology here, Sankey's picked up the phone and he's talked to the ACC and the Big Ten and the Sun Belt and, and, and talked to all these other leagues and said, okay, what are y'all doing? So it's not simply a matter of we have to invent the wheel here. Let's, uh, let, let's hear every solution that's out there and, uh, and, th and then pick the best one. So, uh, you know, I'm sure that's been helpful a little bit as well. All right, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap the show up with a few odd and ends. All right, everybody, uh, just a few knickknack things here. Um, I saw that 24-7 came out with their uh, their uh, all-freshman team already, and obviously uh, – kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, Malachi Moore was on it. Uh, I think Brian Branch was – he was in consideration. I don't think he made the team. And then there was somebody else. Oh, Will Anderson. Uh, Will Anderson. Yeah. Will's been, I mean, Will has pulled off this trick. He has been awesome and disappointing both. Yeah. Awesome in terms of from snap to snap, you watch that guy play and you're like, that's a true freshman that is physically whipping the ass of these senior all SEC guys. I mean, physically he has been a sight to behold and it is easy to see the incredible upside uh where he's been disappointing has just been the lack of big play production the lack of sacks the lack of tackles for loss um 
you know, there, there hasn't been a lot of big plays and he plays a big play position. And so uh, production disappointing, but watch him snap to snap. And you're like, this dude is awesome. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he's he's playing at, at a high level. He's got the most hurries, I think, of any freshman is one thing. They I think he's second in the SEC, period. Yeah. That's, that's pretty strong right there. Um, then Alabama, of course, early signing day starts today. And uh, uh, I think it's Jaswan Holt. Is that how you say it? Jaswan? Jaswan. Yeah, I yeah. think that's exactly how I say it. I think, I think it's Jaswan. What uh, about Lang- J.D. Davison? He's signing early, right? I believe he'll be signing early, too. I haven't seen an official announcement on he'll his sign signing early. early. I'm going to go back to panicking. Yeah, no, but I think he, I think he's – he seems pretty. Uh, he seems pretty entrenched. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. But it would, it's never good if. Hey, look. This is this is my. And this happened with Bobby Brown a couple of years ago in football, where I, I forever cemented this saying as one of my recruiting mantras. If they're committed to you, and it's illegal for them to sign, and they don't sign, yep. then they're not committed. And 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 so that that's just what I would say about any of these basketball signees that claim to be committed to Alabama. They can sign right now, and if they don't, well, they ain't committed. No, I'm I'm with you on that. That's that's uh, it's 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 a scary prospect. Um, but I think that you know Charles Badeko, I think is yep. how you say that. Um, and Wesley Cardet and uh, Ramses Melendez. Woo, what a name! Uh, those are all guys Alabama's still on. Uh, Melendez is a I I hadn't heard that name much, but he's a six five guy. Uh, big wing. Um, he, is that he's, the kid Dayton Camillo Cabello? What the hell? Ramses Melendez is what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, I was making a hilarious joke about Sean Mendez, the, the pop singer. Oh, is Dayton well, I, Cabello. I knew the reference. <laughs> See, that, that, that shows my range because last night I made a joke about a singer from the 80s and nobody laughed because no one remembered him. Now I make a joke about a singer from today that no one will laugh because no one that listens to the show listens to two, two, 2020 pop radio. You know what? And I think there, here's too a, old and too young at once. As we wrap the show up, here's something I want us to do. And, and this is something uh, my buddy uh, Andy Graham and I do on our sports split show that we do every Tuesday night. We we have, you know, we do two hours and it can, you know, even with some callers, even with football, even with COVID, even with everything, two hours is a long time to do a show like for a local television show uh, when you're not fine bomb and you can't just, you know, speed dial somebody at ESPN. So we have to come up with some other little uh, segments, and one of them is Alive or Dead. And this has become our most popular segment. Because, because what we do is he, he gives me a, a name, and he's like, is he alive or is he dead? And I'm, I'm usually guessing dead because these are all generally in the 70s, folks. And, I mean, it shocks me when he's like, he's alive. But, I mean, we could do that with you and singers, like – you just because you said something, and I was like, "Is that a is that another recruit we're going after?" You could have said that and said, "This guy's a four star from Fort Wayne, Indiana," and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I'll look him up on twenty four seven. But uh, instead, it's a song by some other douchebag I've never heard of. <laughs> so we can do it is he a singer or is he not a singer? I said last night I'm I'm tweeting about uh, uh, jokes about eighties rock stars, and uh, and today it's about uh, 
2020 pop singers. That's that's great. That's 40 years of range there. That's pretty strong. That's a, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of useless knowledge being taken up by your brain. I can tell you that. <laughs> no one has described me better than that. All right, buddy. Well, let's uh, we'll call this one quits because really, I mean, until I know what the hell's going on with the schedule, I'm 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 too pissed to podcast. Is that a? Can you imagine what Nick Saban's like? We practice in four hours. Uh, four hours from now, we hit the practice field, and we have no idea who we're playing next. And it's only in ten days. And you think we're mad? Oh, he's gonna blow a gasket. Nope. Yep. All right, buddy. Roll tide. Roll tide.